Hello lovelies and welcome to the Game Changer podcast hosted by me, Kaylee Elliott. As a founder of A House of Hustlers, I bring you into our world where we dedicate our time and resources to individuals who want to be where the world is going. And trust me, it's a game changer you don't want to miss out. So first of all, I have a little bit of a shout out to my friend Katie Sanger. She listens to my podcasts religiously and she asked me very jokingly to do her a little shout out on my next episode. So there you go. Big shout out to you, Katie. Much love for your support on the podcast. Now, before I go into today's topic, I just want to reiterate that if you are listening to this podcast, please, please, please do share on your social media. Pop, take a screenshot of this episode or just of the podcast and you can tag me in it as well on your stories. On Facebook, I'm at Kaylee Elliott. On Instagram, I am at Kaylee Elliott 1996. And I'm now also on Twitter at H-O-H Kaylee, so that's technically House of Hustlers Kaylee, but H for Hotel, Oscar Hotel Kaylee. Now, today's podcast is all about sleep. Now, this is one of my favourite things to do. <laughs> I think I sleep a little bit too much, I think. But ideally, we're going to talk about the kind of the science behind sleep, why we need it, and kind of how to develop sleep habits so that you can get that good night's sleep, because it is a well-known problem to people close to me, and I know that I've definitely had those problems in the past before. So, well, first of all, why do we need sleep? So, it is essential for our bodies to recharge, you know, it can allow us to feel alert and refreshed when we get up in the morning ready for the day it keeps our body healthy because when we are asleep our body does mend itself it does fight off diseases and if we are unwell for example our body kind of fixes itself overnight so that's kind of its shutdown time to kind of rebuild your immune system if that makes sense and if we don't have enough sleep you know the lack of sleep can affect our brain and our thought processes but there'll be a little bit on that later on Now, you probably are thinking as well for sleep, you know, kind of what is the right amount of sleep to have? Well, I mean, it really depends on your age, really, because really for adults, they recommend that you have seven to nine hours sleep a day. And for kids, surprisingly enough, because as they get older, they actually need more sleep, which is a bit strange. So from when you're kind of a newborn to kind of preschool age you kind of need between 10 to 14 hours sleep I know that seems like a lot that's why babies sleep so much and then when you kind of get to school age and your teens then you need to start to get that and kind of into that nine hour bracket so kind of eight to ten hours sleep that type of thing and then as soon as you get to like a young adult like 18 for example then that's when you reach kind of the seven to nine hour bracket now, we are going to go a little bit sciencey in this episode. So, the science behind sleep. So, when we, every individual has their internal body clock. And with their internal body clock, it basically regulates your sleep cycle. Now, your sleep cycle works on a 24-hour basis, seven days a week. And it's also called your circadian rhythm. I know. How fancy does that sound? So, with your circadian rhythm... What it does is that in your brain, you are producing a chemical called adenosine and it increases, you know, as we, you know, go during the day, during our daily basis, you know, when we're at work or whether we're going to the shops, you know, all this chemicals are building up in your brain. And then as we get tired, it lowers as we then rest. 
So then when we are asleep, it can then start to break down that adenosine in your brain, ready to start again when you wake up. Now, light can, like kind of natural light and artificial light can also influence your circadian rhythm. So there are nerve cells in your body and that kind of go through, you know, from your brain all the way through to your, you know, your little eye sockets and all that. You know, it can determine whether it is day or night, basically. And when the natural light goes in the evenings, uh, the melatonin that gets released is can make you drowsy. So in a way, you're not tricking your body, but kind of na- the natural light, you know, kind of, you know, when your sleep pattern's good is that when it starts to get dark, you get tired. Basically, the s- simple way to do it. And then when it gets to morning, you know, when you're asleep, cortisol then gets released, which is another chemical. And it can, you know, make you more alert and energised ready for you to wake up in the morning. Now, it is extremely, extremely important that we do get enough sleep during our day-to-day lives because it is needed to have like proper behavioural and cognitive functions because, as we all know, sometimes we don't, we stay up a little bit too late and we get very sleep-deprived. And it is very, very dangerous to be sleep-deprived because it can delay our thought processes, it can delay our reaction times, especially if you drive as well. You can cause a lot of car accidents from being sleep-deprived because you may not stop in time and you may cause, you know, a car accident. And also, by being sleep-deprived, you're actually damaging your body. You're preventing it from recharging overnight. Remember when I was saying about recharging? Especially if you're poorly as well and you're not having a good night's sleep then, you know, you're not allowing your body to make itself better because our bodies are such a wonderful miracle that it can fix itself overnight internally. That's why we don't have to worry too much about it. So why should we deprive ourselves or deprive our body, shall I say, of fixing itself and to keep us up and running every day? You know, it is a very strong resource that we do kind of need. So let's look after it, everybody. You know, because by being sleep deprived, you know, we can give ourselves a higher risk of so many kind of medical conditions. I didn't quite realise how much sleep deprivation can actually harm you. Uh, It can increase your risk of heart disease, high blood pressure, and it can really affect your mental health as well. Because I know that a lot of people do suffer with a lot of mental health problems and because they're not able to sleep and they're sleep deprived, you know, it can really mess with their thought process and it just doesn't do them very good, basically. But... What our main focus is, is the kind of last bit I'm going to talk about, is our sleep habits. Now, sleep habits are what we are going to do as a community to help ourselves have a good night's sleep. Now, it isn't going to happen with the snap of your fingers. You know, sometimes it might happen after a few days. It might happen after a week or two. You know, that's why we need to turn it into a habit. So then your body can then readjust itself. So you need to give yourself a realistic bedtime. Now, I know this is going to sound very patronising, but by kind of aiming to go to bed roughly the same time each night, you know, and sticking to it, it will allow your body to then kind of identify when it needs to rest. So, you know, because if you're, you know, if your eyes are not kind of adjusting to the natural light and you're not feeling that drowsiness or that tiredness before you go to bed, then, you know, you need to make that a habit and a routine. So then it helps, you just need to help your body out and just say, this is the time when I need to go to sleep and this is how it's going to be. 
Now, to help you sleep as well, because I'm, like me and my partner, we are very, very different people when it comes to sleeping. And we always have the room of, well, the room temperature very, very different. So my partner really likes the room really hot and has the heating on full blast. Whether I like it or not, it's always on full blast. And I prefer the room to be cold. And it's very, very strange, really, because I can never sleep when it's hot because I prefer, you know, being all snuggled up in the duvet, making yourself all cosy. And it starts to relax my muscles and relax my body for me to go to sleep. But because my radiator is on my side of the bed, if I am basically getting a full 30 degree heat from my radiator, you know, my partner could be snoozing away, you know, feeling all nice and warm and snuggly. And there's me getting a tan on my backside, basically. (laughs) And I don't particularly like it. So she's sat next to me now and she's absolutely laughing. So I'm glad that she can, you know, listen to me recording the podcast and laughing that I don't like the radiator on full blast. But also finding that temperature of the room which suits you personally, everyone's different, but trying to have it at a good room temperature so that your body can stabilise is probably the best advice I can give. Not having it too hot so that you're sweltering and you can't sleep and you're uncomfortable or not having it too cold so you freeze yourself to death, which I think is what I do to my partner sometimes. Um, also having low light as well, making sure that, you know, your curtains are closed. I have net curtains up, so it reduces the lights in my bedroom so that when I do go to sleep and I've got the lights off, it is, you know, complete darkness and there is no natural light in the room. So my, you know, so that my brain can determine, you know, whether it's day or night. And because it's night, I can then get that melatonin released to then make me feel drowsy to then get a good night's sleep. Also, it's going to sound really simple as well, but by making yourself comfy, like having a com- like making your bed comfy, like having a comfy mattress, you know, because whenever you go to, you know, buy a mattress in the millionth DFS sale, if they've even still got one on, don't even know if DFS are even still a thing in 2021. But, you know, by having a comfy mattress, you know, you're able to allow your body to be comfortable and having good pillows as well to make your head comfortable your neck because if you're not in a right posture to sleep then you're going to be extremely uncomfortable and you're not going to be able to drift off as easily and also by having nice sheets as well like I think for me personally I really like bright colours on my duvet covers no idea why I'm just really attracted to bright colours and I always like to make my bed look really attractive to get into because when because at the moment I've got this really really nice kind of mandela type of pattern on my bed sheet at the moment and it really really looks comfy I want to get into my bed now to be honest (laughs) but you know it just looks really comfy it looks really inviting and I know that I'm going to be so comfortable and so happy getting into bed because you know I'm just like I'm I'm attracted to getting in my bed, basically, because of my comfy pillow that I've got, my comfy mattress, and my nice bed sheets. Now, this one may be very, very tricky, and it's one that I have been... I've made it a habit now, but I found this one a very big struggle when I was trying to do it, is giving yourself a screen ban. Now, if you do... I'm not too sure on Android phones, but if you have an iPhone like I do... Um, you can actually set a bedtime routine on there and you can limit the apps that work. So after a certain time, say, for example, that your bedtime is 11 o'clock, you want to be in bed by 11 o'clock. 
and my and you can set your phone to stop apps and notifications from like Facebook and all social medias and maybe your emails like work email you can get them to stop like coming through on your phone from well from any time you want really so maybe an hour before bed or an hour and a half before bed it's kind of allowing your body to kind of take away because we are you know in an age where technology is just part of our daily lives you know there is never a point where 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 we are you know away from a screen for a long period of time the only time we are away from a screen for a long period of time is when we are sleeping so by allowing us to not be looking at the screens before we go to bed it allows our body to reset and to be able to feel drowsy and relaxed ready for a good night's sleep now i believe it is called kind of bedtime or sleep or on your focus something like that and you can disable it until a certain time you can set a schedule so it will just come up automatically you don't even need to do anything and it can help you to create that into a sleep habit now again this it was an easy one for me but sometimes this can be because i know people who do drink a lot of caffeine as well before they go to bed don't know why on earth you would do that because normally you drink caffeine to wake yourself up in the morning goodness me if you have it at 10 o'clock at night when you want to be asleep at 11 you are going to be bouncing off the walls i will tell you that now so try and avoid kind of abstain from using kind of caffeine or alcohol like usually i would say but kind of three or four hours before you want to go to sleep because by because obviously with alcohol it goes straight to your brain it can you know it's basically can do the exact same thing as what sleep deprivation can do to you so it will keep you awake, it will keep you more alert. And that's what see caffeine is, you know, a drug which we use in our daily lives, whether that's from Coca-Cola, which has a lot of caffeine in it, or whether it can be from the coffee or a tea or anything, then, you know, you need to abstain from that so that you can give your body the best chance to falling asleep. And another thing as well is that if you do exercise, make sure you are exercising during the day because by exercising and releasing your endorphins to make you happy and to give you that energy during the day then it can allow your body to then start the breakdown process of tiredness in the evening to allow you to relax and to get yourself comfortable ready for a good night's sleep now i am gonna stop talking to you about sleep because you're probably thinking oh my goodness i want to sleep now and i don't blame you because we are on monday evening now but i am going to leave you with an irish proverb which i read on line when I was doing my research and it states that a good laugh and a long sleep are the best cure in a doctor's book. Now that means that basically as long as you have a long good night's sleep and a good laugh in your life you know you pretty much unless there's something really really wrong like medical conditions you'll never have to see a doctor and I really wish that was true for me you know because with me being asthmatic and I would love to not go to the doctor you know every year for my medical conditions but unfortunately I have to but I try to live my life as much as I can you know make sure I laugh every day make sure I get a good night's sleep every night and I'm ready for the next day and I can be the best version of myself but thank you very much for listening to my podcast this is episode seven cannot believe we are seven weeks into the podcast and I cannot wait for episode eight much love to you all bye